Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast, the number one spirituality podcast on iTunes. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm the UK's leading law of attraction expert, award-winning life coach, two times best-selling author, manifestation YouTuber, speaker, and badass spiritual queen. I'm here to help you awaken and turn your dream life into an abundant reality and help you create your positively wealthy life full of happiness, abundance, and joy. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. Hello gorgeous souls and welcome back to another one of my Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast episodes. I hope you are all doing well and are enjoying your festive period so far. Today I want to talk about controlling manifesting versus sending energy to it. So is letting go giving up? I feel like letting go is a topic that continuously comes up in my own life and it's a really interesting topic that we actually spoke about a lot in my Alternatives London workshop I did a few weeks ago as well. So I wanted to bring that conversation to the podcast and answer some of your questions around is letting go giving up? Let's talk about those expectations. I know I'm talking about it again, but they're there, they happen. That's why we don't let go. And also to recognize when we are controlling versus sending energy to our desire. But before we get into the good stuff, I have an exciting announcement to share with you. I have been so pumped to share this with you for so many months. It came to me in September after my time off so powerfully and so clearly. And I have literally just before this episode finished wrapping up the tracks for this course. And oh my gosh, the energy in this, it has been one of the most funnest things I have created in a long time. And Honestly, the energy of it is so exciting. So that's how I felt just recording it. But my Manifesting Rituals end of year reset 10 day secret podcast experience is here. The doors are open now until the 14th of December. So you have 10 days left to say a hell yes to this if you would like to join us. If you are familiar with my work and you've been here for a little while, hopefully you'll know about my end of year bundle that I used to do called Your Manifesting Toolkit. And I did this for a couple of years and I absolutely loved it. So many of you guys said yes to this and absolutely loved it before and I loved creating those bundles for you. But this year, I knew I wanted to go bigger. I wanted to go better and I wanted to give this the most glamorous glow up ever. And oh my gosh, it is. So your manifesting toolkit has now transformed into Manifesting Rituals End of Year Reset, a secret 10-day podcast experience. And from the 14th of December, when we start, up until the 23rd of December, each day, you'll have access to a private podcast feed where a 20 to half an hour minute episode will drop. You'll also have the workbook from your manifesting toolkit, but obviously it's now called Manifesting Rituals End of Year Reset. So you'll have an over 80 page workbook to guide you throughout your wrap up of the year and throughout 2024 to keep you accountable and keep you on track throughout the year. And you also, because we love bonuses, get two exclusive bonuses that do not feature anywhere else. 
You get my brand new New Year subliminal because hell yes, we love the subliminals. So that features as part of this course. And also my New Year intention and clearing meditation, a beautiful meditation designed specifically for everyone in the course to help set those powerful intentions and clear any resistance or blocks that may have come up during our time together. So if you're ready to wrap up 2023, reboot your manifestations and walk into your most abundant year yet, then you are gonna love this. So if you're someone who feels quite overwhelmed with new year and, you know, wrapping up the year and closing it off and setting intentions, this 10 day experience is literally designed to help you and create ease and simplicity during this busy period but with powerful energy and powerful practices that are gonna bring you into alignment and really spark joy, creativity, and inspiration for the new year ahead. So it's gonna help you to reset, realign, and supercharge your desires. So if you want to reduce your overwhelm this festive period, shift those limiting beliefs, and align with your beautiful desires you want to set, then please come and join me for this beautiful experience. So what is included? Well, I've already shared a little bit. So you get 10 days, so from the 14th to the 23rd. And if you can't make those dates, you have lifetime access to these tracks. The private feed will stay up. So essentially, even if you listen to it on the 1st of January or like the 1st of May, you can access those tracks at any time. We're just going to be going along together from the 14th to the 23rd. So you get those 10 daily 20 to 30 minute audio tracks with a new theme with things like winter solstice rituals, end of year reviews, new year manifesting rituals. We go into aligned abundance. I go into the energy and numerology of 2024 and how you can set your goals to really enhance and reflect the energy of the new year. And oh my gosh, so much more. So you'll have an energy report for the year to make sure your goals are in alignment with the collective energy and the numerology. And you also have your 80 page thorough, thorough workbook, which is gonna guide you and keep you accountable and be like me in your pocket throughout 2024. And of course, those two bonuses that I mentioned as well, the subliminal and the meditation. And just a reminder, you have lifetime access to all of this. So you can join us live from the 14th to the 23rd, but if not, don't sweat it. You can start at any time and enjoy them in your own pace. And obviously each day in the audios, I share the main teachings, you get a takeaway task and journaling prompts as well to go deeper into this together. And of course, my three-step process for wrapping up the year, reflect, rejoice and reset is one of the day's themes as well. So we will be going into that together and aligning with your 2024 vision as well. There are so many exciting, amazing tools, meditations, even in the days there's extra meditations and visualizations included as well. So I am so excited for you guys to dive into this. And the best bit is it is super, super accessible to you all at only 99 pounds. This course is worth over 900 pounds in value and time and energy, but it is yours for only 99 pounds. And of course, on my website shop, when you check out, if you want to break it down into three payments of 33 pounds interest-free, you can absolutely do that as well but the doors do shut on the 14th of December. So if this feels like a hell yes, and it feels like an aligned yes for you, then I am so excited for you to come and join us and create aligned abundance for 2024 together and hit that reset button so you can reset, realign, and supercharge your beautiful desires for 2024. And even if you're not clear on your intentions for the new year yet, or what that even looks like, the 10 day podcast experience is there to help guide you with that too. But anyway, there's enough of me talking about the most exciting thing I'm offering this year because honestly, I am so pumped for this. And the audios are just, oh my gosh, I love everything that we're doing together in this 10 days. So I will stop banging on about it now and I will put a link in the show notes below if you want to read some more information, find out more or come and join us. It starts on the 14th of December officially, but you'll be able to access the intro tracks and the bonuses straight away. So controlling manifesting versus sending energy to it. A great question I get asked a lot of the time and a question that I was actually asked at my alternatives workshop that I did in London a few weeks ago. And I think it's a great question because, oh my gosh, as an ex-controlling manifester, like I feel you, I hear you, I see you, I feel you. And of course, nobody is perfect. I still feel that control coming in every now and again, but honestly, I just feel such a wave of surrender and trust now that it feels a lot easier with time, obviously, and um, you know the inner work to be in this place where it is easier to surrender. And it is a reminder now, not a kind of roadblock or 
a friction if I do recognize that I am controlling something, you know, I recognize it and I'm like, ah, here it is, there it is again, Emma. We know the drill, we've got to let go and, you know, release that attachment. So I completely understand why people fall into this controlling manifesting. And this, if you want a a deeper podcast topic on this, I mean, this is gonna be super deep, but I'm gonna talk about trust. And if you really want to dive more into the trust and the trust element of this speaks volumes to you, I have a podcast episode that came out a couple of months ago all about trust and how to really trust um, and what trust means. Because trust, essentially, you have to trust yourself to be able to trust the universe. And when we are letting go and surrendering in that fourth step, we are putting our divine trust in the universe. But do you trust yourself to manifest that desire? And it's really interesting as I look at, you know, my patterns and I look at the history of my manifestations and the things that I really controlled and the things that maybe I didn't control and felt easier, it's attachment every single time. And a lot of the time, I'd say like 99.9% of the time, it comes from a limiting belief, fear or trauma that made me attach to that because I felt that that desire was going to bring something to me. So, um, you know, a really good example of this was relationships. When I would manifest relationships, I'd put a lot of controlling energy onto it and obsess about it. And, you know, it really struggled to let go because that's something that I really wanted. And I think, it's totally normal to want things. As humans, we are wired to want things. So it's not wrong to want your desire. Otherwise, I probably would be questioning why you're manifesting it if you didn't know your why and you didn't know why you wanted it. But there's healthy want and then there's controlling want. And the essence, the true essence of letting go and surrendering, when done right and when done sort of authentically, is as easy as breathing. And I think a lot of people are like, Emma, that is ridiculous. How is letting go as easy as breathing? But essentially when you're authentically in that stage of letting go and surrendering, you're not controlling because you have the most divine level of trust in yourself, in the universe and in your desire. So why would you worry? Why would you be anxious? Why would you be fearful? if you know in your whole soul and being that it's already yours, because it is already yours. And that's a great mantra to use, it's already yours. So I want to remind you of that, that it is already yours and you wouldn't have the want and desire to call that into your life if it didn't already exist in a timeline, in a space for you already. You know, I do believe that manifesting is an intuitive process where we are tapping into things that we already want or desire and you know they exist in our future already so letting go I want to go I want to break the step down so this is the fourth step in my five-step manifesting process and if you're new to my five steps they feature in all my books and I also have a YouTube playlist on my YouTube channel where I break every step down and I have an abundance of letting go and surrendering meditations subliminals trust subliminals trust meditations and um, teaching videos as well on my YouTube if you do want to dive into those a bit deeper as well. But essentially the step of letting go is becoming okay with both outcomes. So this happening or something better for the highest good of all. That's why it's really important when we set our intentions to say this or something better for the highest good of all. Because queen, you do not want what's not meant for you. We do not want challenges. We do not want tests. We want aligned, hell yes, full yes abundance that stays and is sustainable in our life. And of course, a lot of the time we think we know what's best for us. I know I definitely did. I can confirm I did not know what was best for me in some of these situations. And thank God for divine protection and divine redirection from the universe. But at the time, oh my gosh, it did not feel like that. It felt like rejections. It felt like frustrations. It felt like roadblocks. It felt like what on earth is wrong? I've done the inner work. Why is it not working universe? And I would just get so frustrated and so wound up and so doneth with life that I would naturally end up letting go and surrendering because I would be so frustrated by controlling. (laughs) And, um, you know, we can skip that. We don't have to get to that frustrated Emma point. You know, you can get into a natural state of surrendering and letting go. And how we do that is through the art of non-attachment and the art of allowing things to be in our life what they need to be. And knowing that we are always supported and that our desires do always come because they always do. Look in, you know, look back through your past, look through back your years, months, days of manifesting even. 
you know, even if you haven't manifested for that long, there will be, you know, points in your life where you can think, I prayed for that, I asked for that, I dreamt of that. And it did always happen. It may not always happen in the way or the time that we think it will, but it does always happen because it's already yours and that's just how the universe works. So the only thing that stands in our way is time. The only thing that separates us from our desire is time. And as we know, time does not actually technically exist. What? So essentially what we're doing is it's then down to alignment. Because when we realize that time does not exist, the only thing that does exist is alignment. Then we can then look at our energy and say, well, am I the version of myself who has that desire? Am I a full embodiment of that version of myself? Another great question to ask yourself, I'm going a bit off topic here, but it's all relevant is if my desire was to arrive today, would I truly, honestly be ready for it? And that is a real honest question to ask yourself because I think a lot of us, me included at times, we'd be like, yeah, what you want about? Of course I'm ready to receive this. But when I actually sat down and broke it down and really asked myself, no, I wasn't. Because if it is a full body, yes, it would be here by now. And it could be something minor like, ticking something off your to-do list or it could be something big like I don't feel worthy or I have this negative feeling that I want to work through. Maybe you don't have the space in your life for that thing right now but you will come, I don't know, like a project wrapping up or next month for example, like things are going to feel more expansive for you at that point. But you can always start to create the space here because if we always place the oh, I'll, I'll create the space next month, I'll create the space next week, guess what, life happens and we we tend to not create that space. So we need to be super intentional with creating the space for our desires to come into our life. But know that if you were truly wholeheartedly ready, it would be here. And that's not a disadvantage, that's not a negative. If you've sat there and thought, wow, no, I'm actually not, that's a real big shock to me. Don't see that as a negative. This is feedback from the soul. This is insight. This is all helping you to get into alignment and be fully ready to receive it and sustain it because you don't wanna manifest that thing into your life and not be ready for it. You don't wanna manifest it and not have the space for that beautiful relationship to be in your life. You wanna be intentional. You wanna give that person your full energy and enjoy it. Enjoy your manifestation too. So right now in the season of your life that you're in, you may not feel fully able to receive that desire yet. And that's okay because this season serves a purpose too. I think so often in the manifesting journey, it's so common for us to wish away time and think, well, when this happens, then I'll feel this or I'll be happy when I have that desire in my life. Well, the clue here is, is that you're never gonna manifest that into your life until you feel the happiness here and now. So any emotional feeling that you place on your desire happening, you have to fully embody here and now to manifest it into your reality, to become the energetic version of yourself who aligns and brings that into their reality. So you have to become that version of yourself. And if that version's happy, you you need to be happy now. You need to be feeling that now. It's not a case of when it happens, I'll feel that. No, you need to feel that now to be that version of yourself who manifests that desire. So anything that you're placing in a kind of future trippy way of I'll do that once this arrives or I'll feel that once it arrives or I'll have time to focus on something else when that manifestation arrives. No, do it now. Do it now and become the energetic and physical embodiment of that version of yourself who has that abundance. Don't wait because when we wait and we are like, oh, I'll get around to it or, oh, you know, it's just divine timing or it's just this, it is then divine timing because you're just creating more time. The energy is not shifting. You are not creating that shift and change to be that embodiment of your desire. So you must always go first and the universe will meet you. That is always the rule of thumb with any spiritual work, but of course, you know, manifesting as well. That when you take a step forward, the universe meets you. It's not the universe going first because it can't, there's free will involved. You must take the first step, the first action, the first shift, set the intention, whatever it is, and then the universe meets you. 
So circling back into my letting go step then. So letting go when done authentically is as easy as breathing. And there's a very common misconception that letting go is giving up. And if I let go, I'm giving up Emma. And it's not, oh my gosh, it's completely the opposite. It's not giving up. It's simply saying I release my control and attachment because I trust wholeheartedly that the universe has my back and I trust myself to manifest this too. Letting go is the embodiment of that version of yourself who has your desire and you deeply trust that this or something better, if it's not door A, it will be door B, it will be door C, it will be door D. There are endless possibilities and opportunities for you in this lifetime. Abundance is not limited, it is limitless. So there are so many examples I can give you, but I feel like my books have always been the best example I can give of this because it's been the biggest challenges sometimes of letting go and surrendering. And I know that I felt disheartened when I've like quote unquote lost or missed opportunities or doors will close and I feel frustrated because I felt really positive about that or I felt a step closer. And every time that door shuts, I remind myself, it's just not my door and there's a bigger, better door coming. And, you know, now seven years into my manifesting experiences and, you know, knowing about the law of attraction, I see that so clearly that every time a relationship didn't work out, every time a book publisher said no, all these rejections I had were totally divine protection, were totally divine redirection. And when the door does open and the opportunity and the manifestation does happen, it's so much better than what I could ever have imagined. And what that process looked like was having those doors shut on me, was feeling helpless, was feeling like I was never gonna manifest those things and that it was one closed door after the other. But remember, we have to close the doors to be able to open the door that is for us. You know, I I use the living room analogy of, you know, how can you expect to bring in abundance? and bring in a new lamp to your living room if you have a cluttered living room and you already have a lamp and there's nowhere else to put anything, right? So we have to create the space in our life for abundance to flow. And I had a question on my Instagram actually yesterday from a lady who was saying like, how can I remain positive when things are falling away for me right now and doors closing? And the answer is let things fall away, let those doors close because it may feel crap now, but you are opening up the door for your abundance to come through. Because if your energy is focused elsewhere on, you know, like in my case, a publisher or opportunity that isn't in alignment, you're missing the the thing that is in alignment for you. So the universe does shut those doors to get us in the place to receive the door and opportunity that is for us. And when things start falling away, get excited because the space is being created for the up-leveling. The space is being created for you to step into the version of yourself who has your aligned desire. And of course, there are times in my life where I've been like, ah, I don't even want the aligned version universe. I just want the manifestation. And as much as we fight and as much as we control and as much as we resist, we can't resist it. Like I always imagine it like me flailing in the ocean of like being in the ocean and kicking and screaming and trying to force against the tide and you're just gonna drown pretty quick. Whereas when you float, you surrender, you let go and you allow yourself to be held by the ocean, guess what? You're gonna get to that destination so much quicker and you're gonna float, you're gonna feel held and supported. And I think it's very human of us to want to control and want to, you know, I don't want to use the word manipulate, but it it can feel like that sometimes. And I fully witnessed that in my own journey of like trying to like hold the universe to ransom or be like, well, if you make it happen like this universe, like we, we just can't do that because it's not aligned, right? And that's our ego wanting to control and wanting to attach. And I witnessed that in those moments where I have controlled and where I have attached and where it's been extremely difficult to let go is a deep fear is a deep fear of loss, is a deep fear of that whatever it is, like in relationships or book publishers or whatever, like whatever the fear is, it's there. And I witness it and I'm like, so this isn't really about the relationship, Emma. This isn't really about a book deal, is it, Emma? It's it's about that version of yourself that maybe doesn't feel worthy. It's about that version of yourself who doesn't feel good enough, maybe, whatever the story is, whatever the statement is. So 
in those moments, I go to my inner child and I witness, okay, <laughs> it's actually really not about the manifestation at all. This is about me. This is about my mindset. This is about my beliefs. And I believe that when we control, it's because we feel out of control. It's because we feel fearful and anxious or whatever the emotion is. And that comes from limiting beliefs, fears, and trauma. That comes from that childlike version of ourselves, the inner child who is scared, who wants to control and feels like if they can cling onto that control, then it's gonna be okay. Because if I'm in control, I'm gonna make it happen. And that is the most resistance manifesting I've ever heard of. And, you know, I had to realize like I was gripping, I know Gabby Bernstein uses this analogy of I was gripping the wheel, the steering wheel of the universe and directing the car. And actually when you can take your hands off the steering wheel and allow the universe to guide you, it does meet you. But when we're very much in that divine masculine energy and kind of unaligned divine masculine energy, it is about control, but control in a not good way. And when we can lean into the divine feminine energy more and really take our hands off that steering wheel of life and allow ourselves to truly be met, the whole game changes, the whole energy shifts because then we are co-creating, we're not self-manifesting. You know, manifestation is a co-creation process. You go halfway and the universe meets you halfway. But if we're 90% manifesting and we're like forcing and pushing, you're just gonna experience resistance, you're gonna experience frustration, you're gonna experience doors closing, and it's gonna feel further away, even though you're doing more. And you won't be able to work out why. You'll be like, I'm doing everything. What is the problem? And the problem is you're not receiving. The problem is, is that you could potentially be in step two, believe still. I think a lot of people get blocked in letting go by still being in the belief step, but thinking they're in step four of letting go. So if you have identified a fear, a worry, like, you know, a limiting belief that absolutely needs to be addressed. So you, you know, you don't continue. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. You're self-sabotaging. You're not going to continue this cycle and pattern. And you can authentically move into that natural place of letting go. And the thing is, is when we work through that second step of believe properly and release the underlying belief or fear, we then move into step three, which is trust, which is taking aligned and inspired action. And that's really the step where we actually take a step back and say, right, I'm in the field of opportunity and possibility. I'm here, I've done my bit. And now I can step back and allow the universe to meet me with these opportunities. So that's where we really take our hand off the steering wheel in step three, trust, to allow the universe to drive us and guide us in the ocean when we're floating to our destination. So that's when I said, letting go and surrendering is as easy as breathing because you're not controlling because you've handed the steering wheel over to the universe. And that's not to say at moments of fear and panic, you might grab the steering wheel again, But in those moments, it is that reminder of, it's safe for me to trust this. It's safe for me to trust myself. 
And I guarantee, and this is a question I ask at every talk I do, how much do you allow yourself to receive? Receive support, receive love, receive gifts, receive money. If you set yourself the challenge this week to allow yourself to step into your feminine energy more and allow yourself to receive and take, and you can visually see yourself doing this, like do a visualization and see yourself taking your hands off that steering wheel of life, I guarantee you will be met by support, by abundance, by love, by whatever, because you create the space to be met. When we are controlling manifesting, we are clustered. We are all over the place. Our energy is very chaotic. So there's no space for things to manifest. There's no space for miracles to manifest. There's no space for support and abundance to manifest because we are being chaotic almost in our energy. Whereas when we're calm and we let go, and sometimes the way to let go is to get to breaking point and realize, gosh, I'm the one standing in my own way. And sometimes that can only happen when we are at breaking point of frustration and feeling like we've done everything. And I know for me, that's really true that you know, the way I had to learn letting go and surrendering was to do absolutely everything and realize that no matter what I did, it wasn't going to work. It wasn't going to make it manifest until I let go. And when I say let go, that's again, opening up to all possibilities because you may think that Dore is your, like the most aligned door for you, that it's the best thing ever and there's no other better way of it happening, and I know it's the best way, so it must happen like this. But even that, does that actually sound like someone who trusts? Does that actually sound like someone who's relaxed if they are already like telling you, it's almost like a frantic person being like, I am telling you now, (laughs) this is the most aligned thing for me. Like even that energy like tells you it's like that person does not trust that. But if someone was to say to you like, I know that all these doors are there, and I trust, and I know that I really want to manifest that one thing, but it's okay for me to trust and allow the universe to bring that in in the most best way for me and everyone involved, you'd be like, wow, like, give me what they're having. Like, they're super chill, right? So you can even tell the the different energies there of how we're describing something. Are you describing it chaotically and from a place of control? And it's almost like I've heard myself do this as well sometimes. I can laugh at this now, but I've even heard myself say this to people sometimes. And I literally am now like, Emma, who are you trying to convince? Because it wasn't them, it was you. <laughs> like You were trying to convince yourself in that moment that it was your aligned door because you knew it probably wasn't. So this is where it links into trust again, because to really release control, we have to have that unshakable belief. And that unshakable belief and trust comes through step two and step three of the manifesting process. So if we've not done those properly, how can you expect yourself to be in step four and step five when the two steps before still need to be done? So sometimes it can look like going back along the manifesting process to look at step two and step three again to make sure, you know, we've done the bit, we feel good, we're in alignment and trust is built through two pillars, which I go into in that podcast episode I spoke about of trust. I'll link it below as well. So the first way that you build trust is through lived experience. So obviously someone like myself who's been manifesting for seven years is gonna have a better level of lived experience belief than someone who's been manifesting for a week, right? So through time, through lived experience, through your journey, you will build a level of trust through lived experience because you will get to a point where you're like, ah, I've been here before. I know I need to let go. I know it's all going to work out because I have that data and that experience to back that up. And the second pillar of trust is mindset. So what is blocking you from fully trusting yourself and trusting the universe to make this happen or that you're worthy or whatever the statement is? So that's where that second step of belief and the mindset comes in. But once you have that unshakable trust, which I think, I mean, the universe is great at humbling you very quickly. (laughs) Again, speaking from experience here, um, I feel like when we get in that controlling manifesting arena, we can be humbled very quickly by the universe. And I feel like those humbling moments are those teachable moments where we can really be like, ah, okay, Here's where I'm gripping too tightly. Here's where I'm trying to control and I know that that's not gonna work. So I think there's so much that can be learned even from these closed doors and from these 
controlling moments that can humble us into realizing, I don't have control over this. And there's actually some really good stuff in that. Because if I don't control it, then I don't need to carry it. And if I don't need to carry this weight and this burden, I can let this go so that I feel lighter, so that I create the space. And what if there is an even bigger and better, like in my in my mind, for example, you know, like you could be trying to manifest a two bedroom house, for example, and actually the most aligned three bedroom house is gonna come through, but you're limiting yourself to a two bedroom house or 10,000 pounds and you can actually manifest 20,000 pounds. We can actually limit ourselves really quickly with manifesting and keep ourselves small with our mindset and belief system. So we can actually be doing ourselves a disservice by protecting and controlling because we will then aim for things that feel safe, that match our current level of money mindset or whatever it is. And actually more, way more could be destined for us. So this is why it's so important to open up to all possibilities of there are a million possibilities of how this can happen and however it happens is gonna be the most best and aligned way for me, for the highest good of all. So now we've spoken about controlling manifesting, we're gonna talk about the other side of the coin of sending energy to it. So I like to describe this, when you're in the letting go stage of manifesting, your attention's actually elsewhere and you're kind of like, look, I almost describe it as like your energy's in a different direction. So you're almost like, right, I've spent my ask, believe and trust step looking at my manifestation, but oh yeah, what's over there? Oh my God, there's something really cool over there. Oh yeah, work's going really well for me. And oh, this really awesome opportunity's coming. Oh, I bet put my energy into that because that's really good. And you know, I'm busy focusing on that. And oh shit, there we go. There's my manifestation. So it kind of like sneaks up behind you because guess what? You're focused on something else, which is kind of like a positive distraction action, where you're putting your energy into something positive, something that's happening in the physical, it's keeping you present, because remember, we can only ever manifest in the present moment, not the past, not the future, only the present moment. So the more things that you can do that keeps you present, that keeps you joyful, that keeps your vibes raised, you naturally let go, because you're focusing on other things, you're not controlling anymore, and you're like, meh, life's really good. So I feel like that letting go stage is an expression of joy, it's an expression of you're so in the present moment and grateful for where you are, the view you have right now, everything that's happening here and now that you don't even care if it manifests or not. And the real secret to abundance is needing nothing attracts everything. I always say it and I'll say it time and time again so I'm blue in the face. Your manifestation happens when you need it the least. And that is just fact. There was not one manifestation in my life but I mean, maybe there is people who can say differently on this, but for me, I can't say there's any manifestation in my life that manifested when I was desperate, that manifested when I was attached, that manifested when I needed it. It manifested because I was like, cool, that'd be great. If not, there'll be something else. Like my life is great how it is. I'm grateful for everything I have. I feel fulfilled and happy and joyful now, even without that thing. And that can be hard. Like I'm not saying that this mindset is easy to get into. And I know that with relationships specifically, it felt really hard to accept that I could spend my life alone and that I would have to be totally okay and totally at peace and totally fine with that. And that was a big unpacking. That was a big learning for me. But I did get into that space where I thought, like I have so much goodness around me, like one, why would it not happen? But secondly, like I'd be actually fine. Like I have great parents, I have lovely friends, I have my godchildren. Like there's just so much goodness. I have so much purpose in my work. I had Luna at that point. I was like, I'm good. And guess what? Within a week who manifested. <laughs> so um, I definitely believe Luna did bring him in. But secondly, you know, I was just in that place of, I'm not gonna wait for this partner to come along to get my dog. I'm not gonna wait to be happy when someone comes along. I'm gonna live my life now because it's happening now and I'm definitely not getting any younger. And I am just gonna live life to the fullest because that's what I'm here to do. Like I'm not in this waiting room. I'm not in this divine timing trap of, oh, it's just divine timing. And I think my views on divine timing has really changed over the years of like, 
I do believe to some degree there is a divine timing because, you know, like we do physically see the weight for things in the reality, but I believe it's alignment. I don't ever believe it's like, oh, I'm in full alignment and I'm fully ready to receive that, but the universe said next week. Like there can absolutely be, I think on small occasions that, of course, like I think there's room for all of it to be true and all of it to exist. And I don't think we're ever meant to know the true intricacies of how the universe works, um, you know, in full capacity. But I do believe, and I see it more and more with myself, I see it more as I up-level, more as I shift my mindset, more as I heal, it's all alignment. And it is all my mindset, it is all my energy. And when I'm in that place to receive it, and I'm in that full energetic embodiment of that version of myself, nothing in this world can stop it, nothing. And you know, ultimately I see that in this season of my life, you know, something that I am manifesting at the moment is not the right time for it to manifest because I'm not that full energetic embodiment because I'm working on other things at the moment that are so important to me and feel so good. So when I have the space to create the space for that desire and I am creating the space because I'm not gonna sit and wait for it, I create the space for whatever to come in. That project, that book that I wanna birth, I create the space for more abundance to come in. Maybe, I don't know, a book or a course I never even thought about. And if I hadn't have created the space for that book to come in, how would I have known? So it's keeping that full open energy of this or something better. And when I create the space, whatever is in alignment for me here and now is, is gonna have no option to flow, right? So when we're in that letting go stage, you may think about your desire, of course, when you're authentically in that present moment state of not needing it. You may think about it, like I still thought about a relationship and thought, yeah, cool, that would be nice. But there was no attachment to it. There was no attachment to those thoughts. There was no deep longing or like a hole in my heart or like a lack, nothing. It was just like, yeah, that happened when it happens. Like, cool. Oh, by the way, yeah, something awesome's happening over here. So like, it was just fleeting thoughts, fleeting thoughts. And again, there's another part to this where people were probably listening to this episode thinking, well, sending energy to it is like affirmations, like, or doing something to manifest it. And this is another big trap of manifesting that I see that people stay stuck in the asking stage. They ask, 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 ask every day through intentions, through writing it down, through scripting, through affirmations, through whatever. They ask for their desire daily. And all you're doing, and I use this analogy because it's true, (laughs) is imagine we were in a cafe and we were getting a drink, we were getting a coffee. And I was sat there and the waiter comes over and says, what would you like? And I said, like a decaf coffee, please. And he's like, cool. And I'm like, I have a decaf coffee, please. Okay, yep, got it. Decaf coffee, please. Decaf coffee, please. After a while, you'd think, has Emma lost the plot? Is she okay? And also the waiter would be like, well, I know you want a decaf coffee, but can I go and make it? Like, shush and let me go and make it. And it'll be here so much quicker for you. So I use that analogy because it's so true. The universe knows what you want. You only ever need ask once. But if we are constantly asking for it and constantly trapping ourselves in that first step of ask or even believe or even trust, you're not in step four. You're not in step five of receiving. So letting go and surrendering and sending energy to something is not setting intentions. It's not asking for it. It's merely thinking like, for a real practical example, it could be connecting to the core energy of your desire. That is something I really do actually suggest doing in the manifesting process. So I have this meditation on my YouTube and I speak about it in my books. It's a tool and practice my friend Caitlin gave to me years ago and is the most powerful thing I've ever known in manifesting. And nobody's talking about this apart from me and my work apparently. So go do this meditation. But Ultimately, if you were to do something like that core energy of your desire meditation, that is a good way of putting energy towards your desire because you're spending time with it. You're not attaching, you're not setting an intention, you're spending time with your desire, which is good, like good spending time. It's not, we're not forcing anything, we're not pushing anything. We're just spending time with our desire and feeling into that energy and feeling into the embodiment of it. So letting go and surrendering is not really a doing stage. Like you're not really doing anything for your desire. You're merely feeling, you're merely relaxing, you're merely letting go and just being in that present moment. 
And I want to quickly touch upon, because I know this podcast is going to be super long otherwise, I want to quickly touch upon expectations as well when we're letting go of if you are holding unhealthy expectations for your desire, you're controlling again. When we release those expectations, and I can hand on heart say that, you know, we can have positive expectations of like healthy expectations of, you know, expecting something to come into fruition and, you know, expecting that thing to happen. But if you are placing unhealthy expectations on your desires, like it must happen this way, it must happen by this date and this time, if not, I don't believe in the universe and it's all a load of crap or whatever. Or, you know, I'm not gonna accept anything but this version of how I see it, we're just controlling again. So look at if there are any unhealthy expectations on your desires too, because it does happen to the best of us. And we need to release those expectations to truly open up to all possibilities. And again, release that weight from our energy. So we're not gripping, we're not controlling. We are just feeling so surrendered to our desire. So sending energy to your desire, I would say like looks like spending time with it, looks like energy maintenance of you in the present moment of, you know, finding those positive distractions, not as control (laughs) mechanisms, just to, you know, reiterate, you know, we, you can't bypass stuff. I saw something in my law of attraction group today of like, just suppress the thought. And I was like, no, no, we, no, don't suppress the thought. Hell no. We don't want to suppress. We don't want to avoid. We don't want to like resist because all of those are the energies you're going to attract to you by the law of attraction. So we need to be open. We need to be open containers to receive and up level into that version of yourself that has that desire. So it's just flowing. It's just flowing. If it feels good to think about your desire, good. If it doesn't, don't. Like, you know, it's finding that fine balance. It's a fine dance, I feel, of finding what works for you so that if you want to send energy to your desire, and do I think we need to? Not all the time. No, you're the universe knows what you want. You've probably, if you've gone through all the steps, you're going to have put a lot of energy towards your desire. So if you were to have your desire here in the present moment, would you be putting energy towards it? No, you'd be enjoying it. So it's looking at it differently of, yes, you would put energy towards it in some respects by spending time with it and enjoying it in your life, but you wouldn't be putting energy towards it in a way where you're like, I need to manifest this because you've already got it. So I hope that makes sense, but it's essentially like you can put energy towards your desire as long as it's in a relaxed, detached, non-controlling way. And the universe isn't gonna forget what you want. And you will feel intuitively called when to take action. You'll feel intuitively called to chase someone if you need to or whatever. Like trust your intuition with this. Like the moments will come up. What is for you will never pass you by. The universe is not gonna be like, oh, because Cheryl didn't think about it last week. I'm not gonna give this opportunity next week to manifest it. That's not how this works. So it's a fine dance. It's a fine balance, but letting go is as easy as breathing. So it will feel easy to put positive attention towards your desire through the core energy of your desire meditation, for example, or just like a fleeting thought of like, yeah, cool, that would be cool, but I'm really good here. It's like those fleeting thoughts are also putting energy towards your desire and you will have thoughts about it because you're human and your mind will remind you of those things. So, you know, even when I look through my manifesting box, I'm like, oh yeah, I set that intention that's me putting energy towards it. So maybe it's actually like every quarter you just sit down and make time and schedule out time for yourself to go through your manifestation box or go throughout your yearly goals or go throughout your monthly goals, whatever. That is spending time with it. But just from a non-attached way where you remind yourself that maybe you're manifesting that thing or you think, okay, is there anything else that I need to do? Nope, okay, cool, next. That is still sending energy to it. Sending energy to it doesn't need to be like every day, like half an hour a day. Like time does not exist. I need to reiterate that. Everything is energy and energy trumps words and thoughts. So who you are and what you feel should be the only thing that you are focusing on in that letting go stage. Because if you are letting go, but feeling awful still, you're still probably in step two of belief or step three trust. So we can go back along the process when like new layers come up or whatever, but you will know when it's right. 
because it will feel right and it will feel aligned and you won't have to question it. So I know that was a bit of a longy, um, and I hope that has helped and answered everyone's questions on controlling manifesting versus sending energy to it. Um, and letting go is definitely not giving up, 100% not. Um, it's just knowing that it's gonna happen in the perfect time and in the perfect way, and you don't need to worry about that because that waiter is gonna bring that decaf coffee out so much quicker when you stop asking him to make it. <laughs> So I hope you have enjoyed this podcast episode. Of course, the link is below to join Manifesting Rituals End of Year Reset if you want to join me for this 10-day secret podcast experience to wrap up your year, realign, reset, and manifest your best year yet. And of course, I would love to hear your thoughts on this too. So give me a message on Instagram, come join me in my Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook. I'd love to hear... Um, yeah, what you think. And also in the Law of Attraction support group at the moment, we're doing my free Advent challenge. Um, it's the 12 days of journaling. So if you want to come and do some fun journaling each day with me, I'll pop the link below to my Law of Attraction Facebook group, completely free to come and join us and do some festive journaling to help you kickstart wrapping up your year. So thank you so much, gorgeous souls, for listening. I appreciate all your views and listens. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I'd love, love to see you again soon. Don't forget, you can also join my free Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook where you can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things Law of Attraction and spirituality. I hope you have an amazing week, whatever you're up to, and I'll see you all in my next podcast episode, which will be next week. Lots of love. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.